Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for another edition of the No Spot Podcast. And now introducing the six-man tag team champions of wrestling podcasting. From Reston, Virginia, DC's People's Champ. From the Wrestling Ranch of West Virginia, Donnie Wrestling. And from the basement, the Sip. They are the No Spots Podcast Team. Guys, what is going on? This is DC's People's Champ. This is episode 76A of the no spots podcast yes our pod this podcast that weekend continues uh if you have done so already go back well after you listen to this uh go and check out my interview with the director christopher andino that went up uh on friday for through the curtain episode three it's a really in-depth conversation i had with uh with my brother uh from another mother and it was fun it was a fun fun podcast so go back and listen to that one and also go back and listen to the other episodes as well with sean carlson the first episode and of course k.a robinson uh the second episode uh hopefully there'll be another episode somewhere down the line if anybody out there who's a wrestler is interested you know just contact me. but anyway that's right here right now we are here to talk about on this part one of the two part of episode 76 we're here to talk about uh the predictions for What's happening with SummerSlam weekend, which is NXT TakeOver 30 and SummerSlam. But of course, I cannot do this alone. I am also joined by my, one of my tag team partners, of course, from the basement. The Sith is here. Sith, how's it going? You know, little stat for people this morning or this afternoon, for those of us listening on the Saturday recording, this is the first of three count them three straight pay-per-view weekends folks we're doing the first weekend this weekend with nxt takeover which is tonight SummerSlam tomorrow next weekend it's wwe payback then the following weekend aew all out it's gonna be insane Ooh, love and, it when um, this happens and um and and just the piggyback off of that uh towards the end of this part as well as a reminder at the end of part b uh, we will let you know what the upload what the uh schedule will be for when those podcasts will go up uh because as you know with all out being on a saturday nine times out of ten the podcast will go up that saturday morning um whereas uh with payback it'll go up on its normal sunday but our we'll, we'll go over that at the end um, so, like Sid said, this is the first of three straight weekends of pay-per-views, mega events, as you know, since uh, a lot since WWE doesn't really do pay-per-view much, or maybe they do, and they don't talk about it, but whatever. Um, but we're gonna start with what's gonna happen on the day that this goes up, which is uh, NXT Takeover 30. This is as, as the number suggests. This is the 30th. Uh, NXT TakeOver event uh, taking place under the NXT banner. It was supposed to take place at the T- at TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, but thanks to the ongoing global pandemic, uh, Boston Mayor Marty Walsh had announced that uh, large-scale gatherings would be, sun- would be suspended and that no permit would be issued for an event that could draw a large crowd 
that suspension went into, went into effect uh, a couple months ago and said it would last until September 7th. So because of that, they had to move, uh, they had to move that to here in uh, Oakwood down in Florida, Orlando. And uh, of course, SummerSlam is taking place at the Amway Center in the Thunderdome. We'll give our thoughts on the Thunderdome uh, on part B. Uh, so definitely check out part B once you're done listening to this one, uh, because yeah, that's all I'm going to leave there. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with how we do predictions on this podcast, if you're new or something like that, uh, what we do is we sit, we, I, I just take, basically take the card and I go through, I just read off the card and then Sith will give his thoughts match by match. And give a prediction for each match. Then I'll give my thoughts match by match. Give my predictions. And then at the end, we'll give a preliminary grade based on. And this, how I do with my preliminary grades, I base it off of not only the cart itself, the matchups, but also knowing the build and story behind the matchups. That's where I, you know, take all that into consideration to build up the preliminary grade. And the preliminary grade is what we think the the, the show will, will measure up to. Um, so that's how we're going to do it for NXT TakeOver. That's how we're going to do it for SummerSlam. So we're going to start with TakeOver. Uh, so TakeOver has six matches scheduled. Uh, one pre-show match and then five on the main card. Uh, the pre-show match, which was announced uh, earlier this week on NXT, uh, is going to be a triple threat match to determine who will be the new number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championships. You have, uh, of course, Breezango, that's Fandango, Tyler Breeze. You have the Brit Ann Brawlers, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Birch. And then you have Legado del Fantasma, which is Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. Again, the winners, uh, winners of this triple threat match will be the next line to challenge Imperium for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Now, the main card, you have, again, you have five matches. Only two of them are not for championships. So we're gonna, I'm going to list those off before we list off our championship matches. Your first singles match uh, is Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, that sparked up and was announced uh, a, a day after NXT aired, uh, after what Timothy Thatcher did to Finn Balor during his um during his uh last chance the second chance match with the Velveteen Dream in the main event at uh, NXT on Wednesday. Uh so now those two are gonna go one on one. Uh and then of course you have the one match that's had all the headlines which is uh Adam Cole going up against former NFL punter Pat McAfee. Uh so there's that match as well. We all know the story behind that. Uh, now for your championship matches, you have, of course, for the vacant NXT North American Championship, uh, the latter match, all five men have been determined. You have Bronson Reed, you have Damian Priest, you have Cameron Grimes, you have Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you have the Velveteen Dream. Uh, there's been a lot of controversy around that, so we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, also, you have for the NXT Women's Championship, uh, Dakota Kai. Do- with Raquel Gonzalez, who 
made her return after being gone for a few weeks. Uh, she made a return on Wednesday as back in the corner of Dakota Kai. She will be going up against Io Shirai, who is the NXT Women's Champion. And then, of course, you have for the NXT Championship, Karrion Cross against Keith Lee. So those are your six matches uh, for NXT TakeOver. So I turn it over to the SIP to give his thoughts and analysis on each match, his prediction, and then I'll jump in. All right. I'm going to start from the top. Pre-show match. Rizongo versus Lorcan and Birch versus Legato Del Fantasma. All right. This is the number one contenders match. This is going to be on the pre-show. So this is going to be on at like between the 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock hour. It's a pre-show match. I enjoy watching all three tag teams. Okay. Brazongo, I think going back down to NXT was the best thing for those who are new to the podcast. I was a constant critic of them being used as just a comedy bit and sparingly in the ring while on the main roster. They're back in NXT. They're back bringing it. They're doing really great work together. Lorcan and Birch, solid young tag team. Eventually, they'll be on the main roster, along with my predicted winners to be the number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championships. I'm going with Legato Del Fantasma in this one. Get where I'm going here, folks. What did we just have until recently with the Undisputed Era? We had them with all the gold. Imagine the faction of Legato Del Fantasma and that whole group that they're aligned with, with most, if not all, of the gold. These guys are awesome to watch in the ring. I think they're going to be the next big tag champs. So I've got them going up against my boys in Imperium. Champ, your take on that one? Uh, let's see. So, I have I agree in the sense of how all three of these teams are extremely talented. Brizango definitely needed this this uh, step down the NST to get themselves reinvigorated, and you know it seems like they're just having they're just having so much fun uh, and enjoying enjoying life once again as, as part of the WWE. Uh, it, I think it's good. I really think it's good. I'm going to disagree with your pick. As much as I feel like Legato Del Fantasma is being built to look so strong, I just don't think that they're going to be in the tag title picture just yet. Uh, I think that this opportunity will go to the Brit and Brawlers. I think, you know, after having them lose basically get squashed, carrying cross. I think this is their recovery right here as a tag team. And I think that they will get the shot. I mean, Brizango had their shot. They lost. Uh, but I think that this is their, this is going to be the time for the Brent and Brawlers, Orny Lorkin and Danny Birch uh, to get their shot at the tag titles and provide us with what would what should be a hard-hitting affair between the Brit and Brawlers and Imperium. So my pick is the Brit and Brawlers or Lor Lorkin and Birch. 
Outstanding, outstanding. Now we move on to the main card where we have Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher, which was thrown together as, you know, Thatcher interfered with Balor's second time opportunity match against Velveteen Dream Wednesday night down on NXT on USA. This is going to be a brutal, hard-hitting match. And Balor hasn't looked this awesome in the ring since New Japan. Yeah, we potting right now, y'all. We potting. Okay? He looked really good in his first run in NXT as well as on the main roster. But we haven't seen this side, the brutal prince, this version since the Bullet Club. I could be wrong in taking out here, but I'm taking the prince Finn Balor to win this one. Champ? All right. Um, as you said, this was basically just thrown together. Timothy Thatcher came out and, and just attacked Finn Balor behind, and then all of a sudden we have a match. Uh, I guess that's what we're doing nowadays. It's just you just gotta come out and attack a person one time, and all of a sudden we have a match. Cool. Um, don't really like I said, there's really no story to this, so I can't really give much analysis except to say that you know, of course, Timothy Thatcher seen a Thatcher's uh, catch can, uh, Thatcher's catch can. Um, vignettes that he's been doing where he's been teaching his submission style and basically torturing his students uh and of course finn balor uh finn balor's promos have been using a lot more insider terms in them than than the law should allow but it's finn balor what are you gonna do about it i mean his promo to velveteen dream ended with said it's gonna be the same thing over it's gonna be the same thing as always finn balor over I mean, he every one of his promos, he uses more and more insider terms. It's wild. But again, it's Finn Balor. What do you want from him? Uh, so I look at this. Timothy Thatcher is also, when he has had matches, has been on a roll. Uh, and I mean, it started when he uh, when he won inside of that cage with uh, Matt Riddle before Matt Riddle got called up. Uh, and he's on a roll ever since. And I think that roll continues. I think uh, Timothy Thatcher does get the victory here over Finn Balor. Uh, nothing against Finn, uh, but I just don't, I just feel like Thatcher's been on a roll. He's won, I think, almost every match he's been in since that cage match with Matt Riddle. And like I said, I may be wrong. He may have lost one here and there, but for the most part, he's been on such a roll. So I'm going with Timothy Thatcher. Now, the next match this is the last non-title match. And this is what I've been going back and forth on for quite a good part of the week, folks. Adam Cole, baby, versus Pat McAfee. Now, hold the phone here, folks. I've got a question. And it's an important one. Is this another one-off match where we don't, know on the outside looking in if this is just one match and Pat goes back to his day job or does Adam take the L and this gets an extension for another month or two on NXT TV now, I've been going back and forth on this one because of something that Triple H said earlier this week in the media 
where he gave the allude alluded to the idea that this was not a one-off match for Pat McAfee, that Pat McAfee may be in NXT not just for one match, but maybe a little while longer. Um, hopefully, this isn't the case of what happened with Rock with Gronk when they gave him the 24-7 championship. He didn't defend the damn thing. And then he lost it, of course, because he after came out of retirement to join Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. I'm going with Pat McAfee here. I really like how the story has built up. I think Cole will get his revenge eventually. But I think going with my gut here, probably going to take an L, but I'm going with McAfee on this one. Champ. This is a this is an interesting one. I think this is the most highly uh, publicized uh, match on a card. Will this one, along with the ladder match for the North American title and the NXT title, these are some. This is the most highly publicized match. You have Pat McAfee, who is a former punter in the NFL, who wasn't slouch as a punter and had one of the biggest personalities on the uh, in the NFL. Uh, as big a personality as like most wide receivers and quarterbacks and running backs and stuff like that. And he had no problem getting physical when he played football. I, I, I got to see some of that when he played. Uh, he had no problem getting physical. Uh, he, there was, there's clips all around the internet of him uh, a, on a punt return. A punt returner was going down the sideline. He came out of nowhere and just knocked the crap out of dude. And again, he's a, he was a punter. Punters are known to be that physical, but he was. So there you go. But then you got Adam Cole, baby! The man who now sits in the record books as the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. Now, granted, some of that time came about when he was, uh, when it was during the, the, the pandemic. So, but at the same time, it was still a really good reign and it's still in the history books the longest reign. So there's that. But I look at this and this is a situation where Pat McAfee can and may win this matchup. Uh, he had a video where he's showing himself doing moonsaults and he's in the ring and running ropes. Apparently he's been training. He probably had this plan in place for a long time and he started tra wrestling training He's been trading, he's been working and everything like that. I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to agree with you, Sid. I'm gonna have to go with Pat McAfee on this one. I think Pat McAfee wins this one, and it could force you know Adam Cole into a, a situation where it's like, wait, I lost to a non wrestler, I'm the greatest NXT champion ever. That can't happen. This needs to ha we need to do this again. Uh, I mean, this could get something for Ad this is something for Adam Cole to do for a little while to keep him out of the title picture until we find out, you know, who's the champion at the end of the night. So, Pat McAfee, I predict, will be your winner. Fifth, next match. Now we get to one of my favorite concept matches, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, I give to you the ladder match where in this case we have damian priest him and grind 
Johnny NXT, Gar Johnny Wrestling Gargano, the big man Bronson Reed, and the Velveteen Dream. Oh, now if the powers that be at NXT really wanted to stir the pot with controversy, Dream becomes a two time North American Championship. But that's not going to happen. So cancel out Dream. Gargano, one of the greatest champions NXT has ever had. No one can dispute that. But I don't think Gargano gets the belt. So now we get to three guys. Cameron Grimes, Damian Priest, and Bronson Reed. Now, all five of these guys I love watching in the ring. Damn entertaining. And the five of them are going to put on a show. The catch about ladder matches is that it becomes a candidate for match of the night because things just go up to a certain level that just gets raised up. Not just because you're using ladders, but how the ladders are utilized during the match. Who could forget, I believe it was WrestleMania 17 in 2001, Edge, Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys. When Edge did that spear from one ladder to knock off one of the Hardys off the other ladder. That was just sick. And I'm going with an upset here. Bronson Reed is your new North American champion tonight. That's a, that's an interesting pick. That's an interesting pick. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> let me tell you why you're wrong. Okay. Go pod, boy. Yeah, let's go pod. Yeah, let, let me tell you why you're wrong. Because you know who's gonna win that North American Championship, and I've been going back and forth on this uh, between two guys. Um, so first off, let me eliminate the other three that. I'm not considering. So, Velveteen Dream, no, you're nasty. And you shouldn't be in this position. Gone, get. Johnny Wrestling, as much as, you know, it, it'll be a, a huge story for him, the Gargano way, and getting the North American Championship for the second time, no, bye. Bronson Reed, I love story. Definitely love the story. The big man, the thick boy. Who no one who no one thought would be in positions in this position to win his first championship in NXT. It ain't happening, big boy. You're out. My the two men who I'm looking at that could win this match, Damian Priest or Cameron Grimes. And my pick is going to be none other than Cameron Grimes, baby. Yeah, Cameron Grimes gonna take the North American Championship. <laughs> To the moon, baby. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Cameron Grimes been on the bump this past week, and normally the bump is uh in is a, in, is out of character type of show. Sometimes the, the wrestlers are in character. Sometimes they're out of they're mostly out of character. Cameron Grimes was completely in character the entire fucking time. It, it was yes, amazing. he was. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. So I love. That's why I'm like Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Taking the North American title to the moon, baby. 
they there's your winner cameron Grimes. yeah i was going between reed priest and grimes i literally was going between those three guys and when i saw grimes on the bump earlier i was just i was floored because as champ just said usually when wrestlers appear on the bump they're out of character um right before wrestlemania king corbin was on there and corbin was telling people about how telling the fans and telling everyone how much the legacy of the throne of previous kings and what that meant to him the whole nine yards and he went through just about every king from early race forward um but grimes was just awesome this week on the bump but yeah it i it was tough i was going back and forth between grimes priest and reed and settled on reed so on to the next match I'm going for the NXT Women's Championship here, champ. Io Shirai versus, sing it for me, champ. Dakota Kai, do, 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 do. Dakota Kai, do, 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 do. Dakota Kai, do, 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 Yeah. Okay, folks. Yeah. I usually sing all sorts of other music. I let Champ sing about Dakota Kai because he knows how to do it and he nails it. Now let's do a reset here. Yo Shirai won the Women's Championship two months ago at NXT TakeOver In Your House. It's when they re, you know, did a reboot of In Your House and put it under the TakeOver banner. Everyone knows I love these two ladies in the ring. It's going to be an awesome contrast in styles. And you've got a tweener versus a heel. For those who don't know what a tweener is, it's someone who wrestles as both a face and a heel, where the lines are blurred. Right now, the lines are kind of blurred with Io Shirai, whereas Dakota Kai is a full force heel. Dakota Kai will be the next NXT Women's Champion. But she will not be getting the belt tonight. I think that Io Shirai will retain. But I hate to say it, but Shirai's time kind of closing in a bit. Because Dakota Kai is going to be hunting. And it ain't going to be pretty. Champ. Okay. Champ. All right. Yes. Uh, let's see. All right. Io Shirai has been champion for for over two months. She's had a, a pretty decent rating. Uh the thing about the thing about NXT is that again, since they're not running live events, well no one's running live events. You know, these champions they're not seen on TV as much, but I don't think that we should hold against them given the fact, you know, the current climate, global climate and everything like that. Dakota Kai has been an interesting story ever since her heel turn at War Games uh, last year. Uh, she has been ruthless. She has been aggressive. Uh, she's had an opportunity at the Women's Championship before and failed to, to capture it. Now she gets another opportunity, and this is a very big opportunity for her. 
I just don't think that she is at that position to be the women's champion right now. I just don't see it. Maybe later on down the line. Yeah, maybe. But this, 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 this is EO's house. This is EO Shirai's house. So I think EO will retain the NXT Women's Championship. But I would not be surprised if they pulled the trigger on, on, a, on, a, on a title change and we have a new women's champion. But my official pick is going to be none other than the Joshi Judas, the genius of the sky, EO Shirai. All right, let's talk about the main event, Seth. Okay, your main event this evening for NXT TakeOver 30 for the NXT Men's Championship. The champion, Keith Lee, defends against Karrion Cross with Scarlett in Cross's corner, of course. This is another match where I have been going back and forth on. If you haven't seen the build-up to this match, it has been really good. Definitely not on the heels of what we're going to be covering later on with a match that'll be on the SummerSlam card, but damn good. Karrion Cross will be your next NXT champion. I'm just not sure if they're going to pull the trigger tonight or not. My gut, going with my gut, Keith Lee is going to retain. We will bask in his glory tonight. But before the next takeover, which is likely going to be Survivor Series weekend, Karrion Cross will be your next NXT Men's Champion. Seth, let me give it that champ. I'm taking Keith Lee tonight. All right, so this is one of those uh, WWE has booked themselves to a corner type of situations. Uh, they had Keith Lee win the double, win, uh, winner take all, wins everything, wins the national, the North American title, wins the NXT title at the Great American Bash. Uh, and he has had one title defense, and that was against Dominic Dijakovic. Now you put him in a situation against a man who has been booked to be pretty much unstoppable and unbeatable and indestructible. In carrying cross. So here's the problem. Here's the problem. You can't have Keith Lee win clean over someone you booked to be unstoppable and just indestructible. Now you've ruined him. Now he's no longer indestructible. But then you can't have this indestructible man in the title reign of someone who voluntarily gave up the national championship after becoming the first man to hold both those championships simultaneously. And he, he gives up the North American title and has one defense and he turn around and he drops the NXT title. Like that, that... Here's what should happen and here's what I'm hoping will happen is Karrion Cross wins, but he wins by disqualification. That way, he still looks strong but he doesn't become champion, and it keeps him in the title picture for later on when the title change can actually happen. So 
like I said, this is this is what should happen. And this is what I hope will happen is carrying cross by disqualification. But I, I don't see that happening. So my official pick is we will have a new NXT champion. And this is going to be the stupidest move in the world. But this is where they this is what they've done. They booked themselves into this. And the only way that it could it could they can get out of it without really pissing off the fans is if Karrion Cross is Karrion Cross wins by disqualification and keeps him in the hunt. But it's, it's not going to happen. So my pick is we're going to have a new NXT champion, and it's going to be Karrion Cross. And people are going to hate it. People are going to absolutely hate it. And you know who else is going to hate it? I'm going to hate. It. <laughs> and I like Karrion Cross, but I'm going to hate. The fact that he's the next man to be the NXT champion, but it's gonna happen. All right, so that is our look at NXT Takeover 30 taking place on Saturday on Saturday night. Well, since this is going up on Saturday tonight, uh, on the on the on the beautifully beautiful WWE Network, it will start at. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to figure out when is it gonna start. They set. I believe right? seven. Yeah, seven. Right as we're watching the last half of Dynamite. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so there you go. Next, we got SummerSlam taking place Sunday, August the 23rd from the Amway Center with the tagline, you'll never see it coming. And I just want to say something quick. I know that myself and Donnie and, and we shitted on, on the whole the horror show at Extreme Rules tagline. And there were a couple of them taglines that we kind of shit on. But I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of miss them. Because, and this, I'm dating myself here on this one. I don't give a fuck. 1997. SummerSlam. Seth, you probably know this as well because you're older than I am. What was the tagline for SummerSlam 97? Oh, fuck. You're throwing this at me spur of the moment, dog. Okay, well, I, I, yeah, I, got I think you. it's he'll never see it coming. No, the no. 1997 Survivor Series, the tagline was heart and soul because the main event yes. was The Undertaker defending the WWF Championship against Bret Hart with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. Right. Those taglines, those kind of taglines need to come back. I miss those they taglines. Do. And this one right here is actually a good one because of that. The tagline is you'll never see it coming. And of course, who's in the main event? The man who has a move that comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. So there you go. All right. So SummerSlam tagline. You'll never see it coming. And again, I like the tagline. This is actually a tagline I could get with. SummerSlam had eight matches. Now we don't know if any of these will be on, on a pre-show or not. We don't know, but just to let you know, first and foremost, these predictions will be going up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash nospots5. So make sure you check that out. They will be going up there. Then, um, and if there are any updates, like any matches are added, then we'll make amendments to, the po- to that post so that way they reflect our current picks. All right, secondly, again, there are eight matches on this card, but we don't know where if there's gonna be any pre-show matches or not. But um, here are the matches. They have uh, again only two matches are non-title. Everything else is for the title. So 
We have, of course, the street fight between uh, the debuting Dominic Mysterio. Uh, he'll have his father in his corner, Ray Mysterio, and a, he'll be going up against Seth Rollins, and he will have, don't call him Buddy Murphy, in his corner. I still have one from Seth Rollins. Who does that from? Not, no, Simon Miller. Simon Miller. I, I stole that from Simon Miller. Shout, shout out to Simon Miller. Uh, and another non-title match is going to be uh, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville, which before Friday Night SmackDown was a hair versus hair match. But after Sonya Deville's promo, it is now a no disqualification loser leaves WWE match. So that whole match dynamic just changed. All right. Now for your title matches. Of course, the Raw Tag Team Championships will be on the line. It will be the Street Profits defending the championships against Andrade and Angel Garza. Of course, Zelina Vega will be at ringside and all of that good stuff. Of course, you're going to have for the United States Championship, Apollo Crews going up against MVP. Uh, the rest of the Hurt Business, Bobby Lash and Shelton Benjamin are banned from ringside. Uh, next, you will have Oscar uh, challenging for both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. As determined on SmackDown this past Friday, uh, Bailey will be the first up to defend her championship against Oscar, And then after that, Sasha Banks will defend her championship against Oscar, the Raw Women's Championship against Oscar. Uh, we'll go, we'll recap that in the week that was on episode 76B. Uh, and of course, you have for your time championships on each brand for the universal championship it has now been it is now a false count anywhere match Seth you didn't know that did you no dog yeah no I didn't even match no I didn't know I didn't either I'm just like looking at the car it's just been it I guess it got changed overnight it is my false count anywhere match Braun Strowman the universal champion versus oh, the man. Wyatt Fall That's gonna be wild match for the universal title. I'm here for You're that. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm here for that. And yes. then, of course, the and of course, what we will assume is the main event: uh, Drew McIntyre defending the WWE Championship against the Viper Randy Orton. So now, if now it's time to let's, let's let's talk about these eight matches. Let's kick this wow. off. All right, let's get this. Let's like this firecracker. Get this bitch going. Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rhodes. Rhodes, no DQ. Loser leaves WWE. Now, let me add a caveat to that. Given that we've got a brand split going on, it's likely going to end up being loser leaves SmackDown and goes to either Raw or NXT. Y'all dig? How do we know this? Who's hosting Raw Underground? Shane McMahon. What did he lose in his last match? What was the stipulation? You're fired. You're leaving WWE. Okay, see how that worked? And he was on SmackDown time going against Kevin Owens. So, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose. This came out after a plot that quickly vanished, the SmackDown hacker revealed that Sonya Deville had caused a little bit of a splinter in Mandy 
and got in the middle of Mandy Rose's and Otis's budding relationship when they're supposed to go out on Valentine's Day. Then the breakup of the two of them happened. They were best friends. And now we're going to this. And then last night on SmackDown Live, which you'll get a full recap of in part two tomorrow morning, Mandy had this impassionate plea of, look, you're my best friend. I really want things to go back to the way they were. Sonia said, uh-uh, I'm raising the ante. Bug hair versus hair, no DQ, and the loser's out of here. Now, the bright side of this stipulation of loser leaves is that it's rarely used. The sentimental pick at first was Mandy until the real-life events of this week, which we'll cover in part two to this pod tomorrow morning. That'll drop tomorrow morning. I'm taking Mandy to win this one. And the reason being is because somehow, some way, I think somehow Mandy wins this. Maybe Otis gets involved. I don't know. But I think Mandy Rose wins. And we say goodbye, at least for now, to Sonya Deville. Champ. All right, let me tell you why you're wrong. Not your pick. Your pick's not wrong, but let me tell you why everything else you just said is wrong. Because it's loser lead WWE as in period. Yes, Shane McMahon was quote-unquote fired, but and now he's back. Whatever. They're, the McMahons have, no, have zero freaking logic. Whatever. But as many people know and have followed, Mandy Rose was, was the subject of of a near abduction and kidnapping and hostage situation from a crazy ass sycophant fan. Okay. And the we'll talk about this in part two as part of the news when we start the, at the start of the podcast, which drops again tomorrow, as Sif said numerous times. Um so there's been a report that there's a possibility that Sonya is gonna take some time off because next time I said she's gonna have to testify at the trial for this for this idiot. Uh, she, she already did pre-trial uh, testimony on what happened and everything like that. Um, so nine times out of ten, she's gonna have to take some time. I mean, this is that was a traumatic experience. Knowing that someone found your address, came to you, drove several hours. This dude came from the Carolinas, drove several hours to her place of residence and sat and lied in wait, broke in. If it wasn't for the fact she had a large, she'd have got tied up and held hostage and he would have murdered Mandy Rose. And then the, ugh, it's just disgusting. Like I said, I'll give my thoughts on, on the part, on part two. But anyway, there's, there's, there's a strong possibility she's taking time off. So Mandy wins, period. Mandy wins. Because she's going to continue her thing, her, her her thing with Otis. Hopefully, they find a way to do something with that money in the bank contract. This is the first time in a long time that the money in the bank contract is just not prominently shown. Though Otis is now back on TV, but still, anyway, um, Manny wins. But that's why I said the rest of what you were saying was wrong. Is she's not leaving SmackDown? She's leaving WWE entirely. 
And if they decide to bring her back, they'll find a way to find a way to, to bring her back so that it makes whatever sense to them. But the bottom line is Mandy wins and Sonya's gone so she can take care of herself. Next. Yeah. And let me just say this before we get to the street fight. We're praying for Sonia because this is just a horrible situation. People need to separate TV and real life. Big time. That's all I'm going to say about that until we get to news and notes in part two, which again drops 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Street fight. Dominic Mysterio in his not only pay-per-view debut, but his WWE ring debut going up against the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. You'll have Rey Mysterio in the corner of Dominic. Murphy, of course, in the corner of the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins, in a street fight. Now, here's another situation where WWE has them caught in a little bit of a pickle as far as booking goes. You cannot have Dominic win this match. Why? Because when relatives of of wrestling families that are prominent get heavily pushed off the jump. The backlash is insane. Ask The Rock. Ask Roman Reigns. They were heavily pushed, and they're part of a prominent wrestling family, and the fans turned on them. Quickly, I might add. However... After what happened with the eye extraction, which was a joke of sorts, not once but twice with his dad, you can't have Dominic lose either. And Seth Rollins said in an interview this week on ESPN, I believe, and he actually went up to bat in promoting the match and actually saying, if Dominic were to win, give him a chance. He's putting in the hard work. He's listening to the advice backstage of everyone that's helping out in creative. He's he's devoted in getting the work done, which is really important. I'm I'm taking this as a match where Seth puts Dominic over and Dominic puts Seth over which is my type of match, especially in this environment. But I'm going with Dominic here. Going against my gut, going with my brain, going with Dominic in an upset. Champ! I'm going with Dominic too, period. Uh, period, full stop. Yes, his debut, and it's his what getting retribution for what Seth did to his, his father. I don't think the loss will hurt Seth at uh, at all if any um the man is a former multiple time top champion and i mean what 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 good would it do for him to win in this in, in this match i mean yeah he he got he got his shit off the, with kendo sticks on the kid but the kid came back with dad and they got hit his shit off so there you go but um 
I mean, you got just this. It's really, in my eyes, no brainer. I think Dominic wins, honestly. And if he doesn't win, I think it's a mistake. I think it's a booking mistake, in my opinion. If Dominic loses, Dominic went should win this match. Nothing else to say. Dominic should win. Next match. Okay, next match. We are going to take the roulette wheel and go to the Raw Tag Team Championship match. We're talking about the Street Profits with likely Bianca Belair at ringside with, you know, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza with Zelina Vega. This has been a solid build. I have enjoyed watching this hit build between these two teams. And it's like what I said a few weeks ago. It may have been on Blog Talk, right before we hit Blog Talk, left Blog Talk. Andrade and Angel Garza are your next Raw Tag Team Champions. They worked their way up. They did the stories that were fed to them while the Street Profits were doing their thing with their friends, the Viking Raiders, where it came to those, you know, certain challenges that they did on TV. And the one thing WWE loves where it comes to tag teams are tag teams where, even if they're champions, you have that little bit of dissension, little bit of drama going back and forth. I've loved watching the Street Profits as Raw Tag Team Champions. They will be Tag Team Champions again. But tomorrow night, Andrade and Angel Garza will become your new Raw Tag Team Champions. Champ! I agree. I think that everything has been set up for them to become Tag Team Champions. The the Street Profits have had a great reign as champions. They're such a fantastic and charismatic tag team love 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 what they do but i think this is the time here for angel garza and andrade to become the tag team champions but here's the problem that i have i don't think they're gonna do that i think i don't think they're gonna win the championships i don't i don't think they're gonna win the championships i would love for them to win the championships and my pick is for them to win the championships but part of me feels as though they might not win it and reason why is because this whole Zelina Vega thing with what she did and everything like that, they may play it, that may play a role into that. And um, her getting and her and Bianca getting at it outside causing a distraction. Oh, shit. that just that just literally just hit me. That may happen. Bianca and Zelina fighting will cause a distraction. Most likely for the Street Profits, it'll distract them as Angel Garza and Andrade to win the title. So there you go. There you go. Andrade, Angel Garza, your new Raw Tag Team Champions. All right, let's move to the next match. Next match, the United States Championship match. MVP versus the United States Champion, Apollo Crews. As was alluded to earlier, the Hurt Business banned from ringside. So this is going to be a one-on-one matchup. I went back and forth on this one until the Hurt Business got banned from ringside. 
And that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Apollo Crews will retain. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be champ for too much longer. I think it's very possible that either Bobby Lashley or Shelton Benjamin could get the United States Championship from Apollo Crews. I just don't see MVP getting the United States Championship from Apollo Crews. My pick, Apollo Crews. I'm not even going to give him much analysis on this one. I'm just going to tell you my pick so we can move to the next match. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Cruz. MVP don't need the title. He doesn't need the title. So, Cruz, 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 Cruz. Next match, please. Next match. And here's where shit gets fun. Asuka's got two matches tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. In the first match... Bailey versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, if y'all didn't see SmackDown last night, something that Champ and I have been calling, as well as Donnie, for several weeks, if not months, is happening. You're finally seeing seeds of dissension in the golden role models, Bailey and Sasha, Sasha Banks. Bailey wins tomorrow night. But caveat, pay attention to the next match that we're predicting. That's all I'm going to say. Champ. I'm just going to predict both of these matches just here in one so that way we can just move on quickly. Um, Bailey retains, Sasha does. Bailey retains, Sasha does not. Well, yeah. actually, you know what? No, 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 We saw what happened on SmackDown, and like I said, we'll outline that on on Part B when we boom when we get to darts talking about that. Anyway, so we look at you look at this, and it's like, okay, all right. Sasha laughed. Sasha laughed when she when Bailey lost. After Bailey got beat in a short amount of time, which means Bailey is going to be tired. You know what? I'm going to stick with my original pick. I'm going to say Bailey's going to retain, but she's going to be tired, and her tiredness is going to cost Sasha the Raw Women's Championship, and Asuka will be Raw Women's Champion again. So that's my pick. Bailey retains, Asuka, Sasha does not. There we go. Next. Same here. Same here. Same scenario almost, except Bailey ruins Sasha Banks. She causes a distraction. Asuka gets the gets in the Asuka lock submission, and you start to see the role models explode. So there you go. Now, next match. Now that we've gotten the women's matches out of the way. Braun Strowman versus The Fiend. Bray Wyatt falls count anywhere. For the Universal Championship. This has been a solid build. And the build has been so solid between these two that even if The Fiend were to lose tomorrow night, even if he were, 
it wouldn't look bad. Let me say that again. The Fiend would not look bad in defeat in a false count anywhere match. And I think that this is going to go on. This rivalry will go on for at least another month. That being said, though, let me add. The Fiend wins tomorrow night. Champ. This rivalry is ending to, uh, Sunday night. Period. It's been good for the last few months. It ends Sunday night. And it ends with The Fiend winning the Universal title for the second time. Period. Full stop. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else that could be said about that. It's just basically what's going to happen. And um, like I said, I hate the fact that they're putting The Fiend in the situation to be in a title picture because then eventually he has to lose it. And it shouldn't be that way. He doesn't need the championship. But apparently WWE, WWE feel he needs to, he, he should be the champion. And he's going to become... Yeah. He's going to become the champion on Sunday night, and, gonna, and the rivalry's going to end, and then Braun Strowman is going to go right back to obscurity. And you know what else is going to happen? Now this falls count anywhere. Guess what? Alexa Bliss is going to have something to do with the outcome. And someone else, I think, is going to get involved too. Nope, nope, no, no, no. Full stop. Alexa Bliss is going to have a direct result in the outcome. Direct yes, she will. In the outcome, period. No one else is going to be involved but her. They're already planning on having something dark for her. This is where it's going to happen. She is going to have a direct, she's going to be the X factor in result of Ray Wyatt winning back the Universal Championship. Points like period, full stop. Sister Abigail. Mm-hmm. It's not even really Sister Abigail. It, may, it isn't. It may, it may not be. It, I don't think it's going to be Sister Abigail, but it's going to be a dark Alexa Bliss. I know, and that's going to be, be fun to watch. It's going to be wild. It's gonna be now, wild. you'll never see it coming. The tagline, best suits this match that we're going to lastly discuss when we get to our preliminary grades for both cards. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for, uh, let's just say it together, folks, the WWE Championship. I'm going to tell you right now, up until this morning, I had Randy Witt winning without a shadow of a doubt. With everything, with this whole entire build. I still have Randy winning, but I have a caveat involved, though. He wins by DQ. Because Ric Flair is going to come in and interfere on behalf of Drew McIntyre. So Drew loses by DQ, which extends this out just a bit longer. Why would Rick interfere? He's pissed off about being punted. As much as he did for Randy early in his career, the whole nine yards. I hate to say it, but Randy wins by DQ. Champ. 
Let me tell you why you're wrong again. Dude, I've been having to tell you how, how much you've been wrong this whole fucking episode. What's going on? You off? What's up? Like, you've been, you've been lacking on your picks, dude. We gotta, get, we gotta fix that. Okay, let me tell you why you're wrong. They wrote Ric Flair off. He's not gonna be there. He's done. <laughs> no more Ric Flair. He's at home with his wife, who probably is dealing with uh, after effects of having COVID. No Ric Flair. Randy Orton, unfortunately, is going to win the WWE title. I'm pretty sure people didn't want, want to hear me say that. But I said it. Now, is that my pick? No, it's not my pick. My pick is Drew, is Drew McIntyre to retain. But I just have this feeling in my gun of gut that Mr. RKO is going to become the new WWE champion. I have that feeling in my gut. I hate to have that feeling in my gut. It's going to be clean. Well, clean-ish, I should say. Clean-ish. He might do the same he did with Rand with, with Edge. He might find a way to get the referee out the way. Low blow, RKO, boom, done. But my official pick is going to be Drew McIntyre to retain. Drew McIntyre to retain. But I wouldn't be surprised if he'd put the belt on RKO. I wouldn't. But Drew McIntyre will retain. So those are the picks for both Taylor and SummerSlam. But we can't be done yet because we need grades. So, Sith, NXT over 30, your preliminary grade, sir. A minus with the potential to move up to A or A plus. It's a solid card top to bottom tonight. It, and per usual, like it is where you have TakeOver followed by a W main roster card the next night. It's NXT kicking off the weekend with a major gangbuster blast. And then the attitude of, see if you can follow that. A minus potential to move up to A or A plus. Champ. Uh, I'm looking at TakeOver. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking A minus with the potential to move up to A as well. I mean, just between McAfee, McAfee and Cole with the story behind that, the story behind the main event of the NXT title match, uh, the nice build with the women's title match, uh, the NXT, you know the latter match is going to be wild. That's, that match is going to be wild, especially when you got two big guys like Damian Priest and um, and Thick Boy, Bronson Reed in there, and the unpredictable Cameron Grimes, and I'm hoping that somebody takes a ladder right to, to Velveteen Dream's face because he doesn't need to be in that 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 position. Just gonna just put that out there. Anyway, yep. um, with all that, it's a minus, definitely a minus with the potential to go to a. Uh, and for SummerSlam, I'm looking at SummerSlam, and SummerSlam I think will be a B plus with the potential to go to a minus. Um, hopefully, what what worries me, what really really worries me, is the is the um. Which one? What worries me is Man is Man and Sonya. I really want that to like the the match to really tell the story to to really tell the story. You know, I know you know it's no disqualification. 
it's a lose lead tell the story make it tell a story it doesn't have to be a pick a perfect match but let it tell the story of a friendship that is gone and now you're you know you, you're fighting to, to stay in the place that you wanted to be in let it tell that story it tells that story this could go to a minus immediately um if it does it it'll probably be a, be a b plus so that's my preliminary grade is a b plus Okay, preface this. A bulk of my picks for SummerSlam tomorrow night are in extreme conflict because what happens next weekend? You have payback, which right. just kind of threw a wrench into a lot of my fucking predictions. That's why I've had problems predicting a lot of this shit this week because I'm trying to also think of, oh, God, what's going to happen next week? Because I'm not used, as Champ could tell you, I don't like having back-to-back promotion, you know, promotions doing back-to-back weekends on pay-per-view. It just flexes the mind of our predictions at times. Anyway, I'm being very bullish when I say this right now. A minus, but that could drop tomorrow night, as Champ alluded to. Sonia Deville versus um, Mandy Rose. That has to be a very compelling story. Big time. If they can tell the story and really get it out there, and if the Falls Count Anywhere match between Braun and The Fiend goes balls to the wall, it could move up to A territory. Please remember, fam, I loved last year's SummerSlam. Champ, remember that? Yes. That was a really awesome card. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, A minus, don't let me down, W main roster. Do not let me down. I'm being very bullish on this. This very easily could have been like Champ which I do respect, B-plus, it's a really good grade. But somehow, some way, just the way some of these matches have been built up from the top bottom tells me A-minus. So I'm going bullish tomorrow night. And there you have it. Uh, those are our predictions and uh, grades for this coming weekend, SummerSlam weekend. Uh, SummerSlam, the biggest party of summer, you, you'll, you'll never see it coming. A uh, part of the original Big Four, and then, of course, TakeOver. It's 30th TakeOver since its first uh, back a few years ago. So we got a lot. We got a lot done here. And again, we're not done. We have another part of this we're doing that's dropping on Sunday morning at our normal time. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. As well as next week, we will drop on a normal time since payback is on a Sunday. So we will drop on our normal time, but we will, but that will be a supersized pod because we will have payback uh, predictions and grades, and then we will have the weekend review. Uh, and then the following week, we will also have a supersized pod, and we will be doing a review of payback. Next week's uh, next week we will have a review of SummerSlam and and Takeover, as well as the preview of payback, and then the week that was. Uh, so that'll be a super-sized podcast that'll go up on our normal normal day and time. Uh, then we will have, of course, the following week, we will have the recap of Payback. 
and then the uh preview of all excuse me all out uh along with the week that was so you'll be getting a couple more supersized pods uh coming up and that will go up saturday morning at 10 a.m instead of sunday since all out will be on saturday and uh so there's that right there so there's your schedule so mark it down so you know when when you you can expect podcasts from us uh of course going forward uh it'll be just myself and sif if you heard from our last episode and i would be remiss not to mention this of course donnie Russell has got to take some time off because he had just his just life got in the way uh he just started a new job and his shift uh keeps him from being able to record with us when we normally record he was supposed to be on this one but unfortunately this morning uh he lost his aunt to illness uh he just found they just found out four days ago that she had three weeks to live and she didn't make four days and she passed away so to donnie uh, we said our deepest thoughts and condolences to him his family uh on the loss of his aunt uh the way that she went i had a friend that went the same way it, it seems like it's so it's just so sudden uh so donnie uh we we're praying for you and uh we hope that you know that you take comfort in the fact that your aunt is uh, no longer in pain. She's no longer suffering and she's, she's now a guardian angel. Uh, that's all I got for that. Uh, Sif, if you want to give a couple words and then we can get out of here. Yeah. Try not to give, try not to give a one hour eulogy either. Cause I got to edit this. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> um, Donnie, we love you. We're really sorry. Um, as both of you know, my parent, my mom died of the same thing that his aunt died of. Um, finally free. She's finally free of pain. We love you, man. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it for, for part A of this of episode 76. We're not going to cheat like other podcasts and uh, make this uh, episode 76 and make our weekend review 77. No, we're going to we're going to be fair. Uh, this is 76A of the of the No Spot podcast. Uh, we will catch you on Sunday when we talk about the week that was and all that good stuff. But for now, for the Sith Lord himself from the basement, I am DC's People's Champ from Rest in Virginia, the People Studios, and we will talk to you on Sunday. Peace out. Peace out. Hey guys, it's Champ here. We hope you enjoyed that episode of No Spots Podcast. If you did, make sure you are following us so you can be notified when we upload new episodes. And make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, facebook.com slash nospotspod, as well as on Twitter at True No Spots Pod. We will catch you on the next episode. Myself, Donnie Wrestling, and The Sith for the No Spots Podcast on the True Radio 